And we're back. Um, the Oscars are over for 2023, and now there's a bunch of winners and losers. <laughs> there's more so losers, losers than winners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really, it's a show of losers. No. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there's winners, and some of the winners are people that we wanted to win, like we just discussed at the last episode. Yeah. Um, and some of them weren't, and probably all of them are deserving. Yeah, <laughs> I well, guess. that's basically it. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's the end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say like it's really hard to say deserving whenever you talk about award shows of these this magnitude because when you think of art forms and how you should be able to praise artists in some way because a lot of times it's not a you, you don't have praise coming from other what other forms. You know, it's some sort of validation in in the world. Of I art. have thought about that. Yeah. I've thought about that a lot actually. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see now, not that I know if there is some kind of recording of, you know, yeah. scientists discovering things is like, oh, this guy, he discovered the best stuff yeah. this year. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. And there, there are, it's just like, they're less, you can read about it. Yeah, exactly. It's not a spectacle. You can't like find it on a channel. Somewhere. It's not super prominent. Mm -hmm. And in this field of this art form, it's just become so elevated and filled with so much opulence that it's hard to compete. Um, so, so whenever I say deserving, who knows, maybe not everyone is deserving. Maybe there's a bunch of jerks that made some of these movies and, and they really didn't deserve to win compared to others. And yeah. <laughs> you, you can look at the, uh, the lifetime of the Academy Awards and think about, the kind of movies that are on there now versus right. what was being shown as best picture like 40 years ago. Right. And it's totally different. Totally different. Yeah. And I mean, with the expansion of the best picture category, we talked about it, yes. but essentially yes. it's because they, and, uh, me and a friend of ours, Nick, we were talking about it a bit and guest on what episode? Oh eight? yeah. Jurassic park. He was our first guest. Jurassic park. Yeah. yeah. He was our first guest. I think that was episode like eight. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it, eight. Um, I could be wrong. We talked briefly about it. And with the expansion of Best Picture, I kept using the phrase, it's because the they could no longer ignore the blockbuster movies. But ignore is not the right word because I doubt they really say, like, all right, two slots in the top 10 have to be successful blockbusters from the year. Like, I doubt they've turned people away for that reason. But. The thing is, is that's really what occurred when they switched from five to 10 is because you couldn't not say this movie made a billion dollars this year. Why is it not a part of the best, best, best picture? I'm not a hundred percent, but I think it was the same year Avatar came out. It might be the first one. Yeah. And it's, what's crazy it's, is like, and it's not to say that it's totally wrong, but it also, if we're talking best picture and if you're trying to be analytical, like maybe the impact of the movie, the, this or that and all that, sure, you can't ignore commercial success, but you could probably pick apart a lot of the commercial successes that have been included in those nominations to be like, this is not best in yeah, this art yeah, form. Not even, no. Sorry. Yeah. Maverick, uh, Top Gun Maverick is not a best in the art form. Um, it's like a weird combination of most well-known and yes. – uh, critically acclaimed yeah, yeah. in the so, same category. So, so it's kind of hard to describe, yeah. but so best 
we wanted or we were hoping for best picture winner to be the Banshees of Inishir and just that was our own subjective opinion yeah. because we felt drawn to that movie. Um, yeah. But in reality, of course, we know what won is everything everywhere all at once. Everything everywhere. And it did pretty well. Once. Yeah. It's an everything bagel, by the way, not a donut. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't watched the movie, so I thought when you said that – I, I wish you'd said something. Well, I mean, I had no reason to correct you because I thought maybe you were referring to like something in this crazy multiverse movie nope. as being an everything donut. <laughs> yeah. No, for some reason, my brain, even when I said it out loud, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. What am I missing? What am I, what am I getting wrong? <laughs> what is not right about this? But think no, about it. Like if there was going to be something weird in a multiverse movie, instead of an everything bagel, why not an everything donut? Like with every yeah, filling I mean, and every yeah. icing and sprinkles. And, <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was just a part of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what else? Who else were the winners? Um, uh, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. He. Um, Fra- Fraser. We wanted he him to win, won, and uh, he won. Yeah, we did. He Which did. is awesome. I was super happy when I saw that. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I'm glad it happened, and I hope his success keeps carrying on. Me yeah. too. Yeah. That I'll say when I. Uh, by the way, I did watch the Oscars. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I did not. <laughs> just wasted money on that. Just for that. <laughs> yeah, even if it was free, it it's, would be a waste of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is three hours of yeah. just... Three hours of watching of, very well-off people pat themselves on the back at the expense of... There are like very few moments yeah. that I... I watch it to see you know, if yeah. that makes sense. But uh, there was a whole bit just advertising the little mermaid from Disney. Oh. And in my head, I'm like, what does this have to do with anything that's going on here? Yeah. For this show. And then no. there was another thing that was advertising Warner brothers and just mm. everything Warner brothers has, has done and accomplished. And I was like, it still does not have anything to do with anything. Right. Going on in the show. But, uh, yeah, uh, my main takeaway from the whole broadcast was if Brandon Fraser does not win, I'll be pissed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the only thing. It's almost I like it's almost because <laughs> of the you know his return to yeah. prominence in Hollywood is overshadowed. Even some like I'm sure other people gave great performances. I know Colin Farrell did and all that, yeah. but. So much so that, if, like you said, if if anyone else won, you'd almost be like, "Well, that's disappointing," <laughs> you know. Yeah, Even yeah, though they yeah, probably deserve the it. Off. Yeah, <laughs> you just feel like, "Well, that's that's really disappointing." No, a lot and, of people wanted uh, Austin Butler to win for Elvis. And like I said before, I could not watch that movie. He was okay. He was good, but no. I just I don't know. Yeah, yeah. If he won, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know. I have no, like, I don't know anything about him at all, but I've just seen, like, bits and pieces of stories just about him and reading that he was so entrenched in his accent for Elvis that he hasn't been able to shake it, and so now it's become a part of him because I guess he's giving normal interviews out of character, still using the accent, and people call him out on it, like, why are you still talking like Elvis? And just things like that, and I'm like, 
eh. groan. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just meh. <laughs> yeah. More power to you if you couldn't shake the accent, but yeah. Still. I uh, get I it. Know. There was a time when I was in middle school and a good friend of mine that uh, we can do this high pitched, weird little it's kind of like the little Yoshi voice. This one time <laughs> I was staying night at his house like two nights in a row. We were playing games all the time and we we're both using the voice and we did it so often <laughs> that it was hard for us to stop using it. Like we'd say a few <laughs> normal words and all of a sudden we'd get back into using the little voice and it was, so I mean, I, I guess I can understand. <laughs> yeah. I have a, a, a more crazy story. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, I don't know if it's true or not. He, he was, this guy was telling me this story with such sincerity that I couldn't, you know, disagree with what he was telling me. But yeah. he said that he moved uh, to like a different state, different city. Yeah. And he start he when he came there when he arrived he was using an Australian accent. <laughs> and he never broke character. He no said way. he used that Australian accent the entire time he was there. And he said there was only one time where he was almost caught and it was by someone from Australia. Oh man. Because they probably <laughs> like caught like you don't sound normal. Yeah. He had yeah. a backstory and everything. He said that he was from a certain city in Australia. Uh but yeah, that I don't know. That's crazy. How long that, did he live there? I'm not sure. Well, I'll have to ask him. It's yeah. a friend Nate. That's crazy. Uh, told me that story. Uh Anyway, anyway, so um, we wanted, or we didn't really have a, a want for the best actress, I don't think. We just said, like, oh, we bet that Kate Blanchett will win. But I guess we should have said, oh, well, I mean, probably Michelle Yeoh would win. So I had inclinations that she would win, but I wanted, I don't know. Yeah. I, when I saw the trailer for Tar, I had, a, like, I doubted my thought. <laughs> right, <laughs> you right, know right. what I mean? And I was like, damn, that doesn't even look like her in some of the scenes. Yeah. Um, no. So, I mean, it makes sense. And I still haven't seen the movie, but I'm sure I'll be blown away when I do. So it makes sense that she she ended up being the one. Yeah, Michelle Rio is great. Yeah, and I've loved her. And, I mean, a bunch of movies I've seen her in. She's great. Um, right after that, we didn't talk about Best Supporting. No, we didn't. I think we... Just covered the best picture, the best actor and actress. Yeah, screenplay. Screenplay. Director. Yep. Which I think all, they, all three of those went to the Daniels. Yes, they did. Yeah, which again, I guess, you know, makes sense for as, for as complicated and um, out of this world yes. this movie sounded. It sounds like they probably could have won, you know, swept um, all over the place, like costume design and all that stuff. It was for sure, I mean, obviously a hard movie to put together. Yeah. Um but also All Quiet seemed they were they won quite a few. I think they won four Oscars. Yeah, they got cinematography, production design, international Original film score. and score. Yeah. Which makes mm -hmm. me want to go listen to that score. Right. Yeah. Not all film scores can kind of just hold up to like wanting to listen to it. So I'd like to see how that does. Yeah. Yeah. But it just so happens um, best, you know, like we said, they, they won screenplay um, and they won directors. I'd never heard of these directors 
And I don't know if they're always a, a pair or did they just happen to pair up for this movie? Yeah, I don't I don't know much of anything about them. Yeah. Uh, the Daniels. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Daniels. Daniels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh daniel scheinert and uh um, scheinert. daniel kwan yeah yeah i have no idea if they're just a normal like they're always you know directing together or not but yeah i like them uh i'm i'm glad that we got some of the var once that one and like i said i'm sure everybody else that kind of were in their categories they probably equally deserved it as much as we are wanting other people to win. So, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Was uh, Jimmy Kimmel at least funny? He was, I mean, Jimmy Kimmel's somewhere between funny and rude all the time. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there yeah. were some things that he said that were just hilarious. And there were other things I was like, Oh man, what? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. But at least he could go yeah, there. It was what it was. Yeah, there were some things that he said that he mentioned uh, Will Smith. That <laughs> was pretty funny. That's good. Yeah, because Will Smith deserves every <laughs> poor thing yeah. that comes his way <laughs> for all of that. It's ridiculous. But so in general, like my feeling towards like I like I said, I didn't watch the Oscars. And I probably never will again. And just to go back in this conversation I was having today in just earlier you and I were mentioning it. If this were purely accolades only much like, um, I, I don't know, like uh, this is probably not a great example, the Nobel peace prize, um, for whatever field. Sure. Mm -hmm. It comes with a big prize and all that, but it's like peer reviewed and, um, this Academy, whoever makes up the board that makes these decisions and makes the selections and makes the nominations. It's just that the Academy awards have become so opulent that it, I feel like it takes away from the actual reward itself to reward the artists with the accolade of you did really well in your field. And here's how we recognize it because you have to buy tickets to go to the red carpet. They literally roll out a red carpet to have, celebrities wave at the people that have already paid to watch their movies and then pay them again just to be in their presence and then have it televised and have it glitzy and glamorous. And I don't know, it's just that whole worshiping of celebrities that goes along with it. I just do mm -hmm. not enjoy being around. And then on top of that, you have no idea how legitimate the awards are because year after year for, for as long as you can, I can remember, there's always this controversy surrounding it that, as long as you grease oh, yeah. the right elbows, you're going to get nominated and potentially win. I have, I have tried to think of a way that, you know, it would be ex like as subjective as possible yeah. for an award show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not even a show, but like have people come through all the movies that have been made a year and try to figure out, okay, which one was technically the most difficult with editing wise. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? Right. Or how or well one, was it put together? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know it's it's always going to be subjective. Just, just get rid of the show on some level. Yeah, like I'm okay with the awards because, like I said, this is an art <clears> form, <throat> so it's like great that there is an opportunity for artists to actually be recognized, be like you did well in this field, mm -hmm. all over the world type thing. Um, just get rid of the show part. 
stop dressing it up. It's not real. Like it's not real life. And I just can't get over that part of it anymore. I used to like it. I used to love watching it and, and seeing all the, uh, the acts and funny bits and the hosts and all that. And I've just completely been disenchanted by it. There's a lot of politics and, yeah. you know, a lot of momentum that needs to happen with other awards shows yeah. like BAFTA and SAG awards and just everything leads up to the Oscars. Right. And Oscars is always at the end and everyone's trying to figure out who's going to win based on right. that. Like yeah, yeah. it's entirely based on how many awards have won before. And like, yeah. that's kind of how you figure out what is coming you yeah, know, yeah. as far as the Oscars and, that's when they talk about, uh, you know, upsets and all that junk. And right. Oscars has become the Super Bowl of uh, Hollywood. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, again, I, like, I don't care how many award shows there are or awards there are for the field. And I'm okay with it, like, being like, okay, we're the ones in the field. We're going to nominate our, who we believe are experts who have enough experience to be able to make these objective decisions. And then we're going to hand out awards um to do so i just hate the whole why does it have to even be televised why do you have to glamorize it so much t- so that it's so what? superficial there was a, for a long time i didn't even know that uh they had to campaign for the movie to get nominated yeah and that to me is ridiculous yeah <laughs> i can understand it from like i made a movie if you don't know about it right exactly like, so i have to market really the my only movie reason. Yeah. But the internet's been around for 20 years. And exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's and an updated I'm, way to do it. And, you know, to your point about like trying to get enough people to scour all of the movies made all year long, it, yeah. it's probably unrealistic. Like there's probably oh, yeah. thousands and thousands of movies. Um, That's why you get, get a chat GPT. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what was the best film? Yeah. And the Oscars are very like American driven, right? Which is why other countries in film oh, industries yeah. have their own, you know, awards. But again, just stop glamorizing it so much so that people don't just idolize these celebrities. Who, need, it's something like we need to prove to the rest of the world that we are the top in the field of right. Hollywood yeah, yeah. And, and cinema. Yeah. No one is above us. Yeah. I mean, and if you, you should feel like you should grovel to you yeah. have the opportunity to be a part of it. Yes, know? exactly. And it's just kind of <laughs> just, again, very disenchanted by it. You see it and you if you really watch these shows through that lens of like, why am I spending my time watching celebrities get absolutely like drooled over and praised by the media and by the public? Like, why? But that's also why I love watching it. It's like shitty reality TV. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't look away. Yeah. Because you know, I can't say it with 100% certainty, but if you listen to any conspiracy theorists, you, like celebrities for the most part, like movie stars and all that, I doubt that they're like the best people. You know what I mean? Oh, they're the best people not. to each other uh, because they <laughs> yeah, all can exactly. agree that they're this upper echelon of society. But um, in reality, they probably really aren't. And we're just sitting here. You're the best thing I've ever seen. Clapping and screaming. That's why, like, when you saw Will Smith snap and smack Chris Rock in the yeah. face, you saw a little bit, just a tiny, tiny bit yeah. of what they're what they're really all about. And and he doesn't get arrested for it. 
Nope. Like, I mean, no. sure, like you could say, okay, well, if Chris Rock doesn't press charges, then okay, it's fine. And people get slapped in private all the time and all that. But it wasn't. It was assault. No. Everyone saw yep. it. He got to sit back down. Security didn't usher him off as being a violent person. And he got uh, got to accept any award. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of crazy. Just completely different set of uh, societal rules because we put them up on that pedestal. I sound very like anti-society, but when it comes to celebrities specifically, I can still be fans of one without having to worship them type thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're all people. Yeah. Just like everyone else. Yeah. Except they make more money and their skill is acting like other people. And, and sure, like, you know, it's a big industry, so I don't even get really upset that they, like, actors and actresses and directors can make buku bucks in Hollywood. Like, it's a big ticket industry, so you get paid for it. You draw in lots of money, but money yeah. is different from idolization and praise. So that's yeah. the part I just and can't get around. There's just so many things to say. Like, uh, the... The notion that the theaters are going to go away, yeah, and it's the end of Hollywood as we know it because of that. And I was like, well, that's just that's a thing that happens every yeah. like hundred years or so. Things just will change like that. Yeah, and but, I don't, I don't even see Hollywood going anywhere with the uh, advancement of streaming and all that and straight to home. I think it'll change, yeah, to a degree because celebrity is always going to be around. Like, you know, the, the the notion of celebrity in, in the, movie stars. The financial structure of, like, selling a movie to the theaters and getting, yeah. like, half half of what the theater makes. Right. The, you know, the company makes. I think that structure is kind of collapsing. And I think that's what is worrying some of the, you know, like, Regal. I want to say someone, I heard from somebody that they're bankrupt. Oh, really? Regal? Yeah, so... I don't yeah, know. but we'll see what the future holds. So, well, so, like my response to that, whenever people think like there's not going to be enough money, so then they won't make as many movies and all that. Just think about this though, for a second. In for the second. fourth quarter of 2022, <laughs> Netflix had 230 million yeah. subscribers. Yeah, all paying a minimum. Like the lo- their lowest plan now is like 12.99. So. Yeah. It's, that's the influx of cash. So like celebrities, actresses and actresses and actors and um, directors and all that can still make big cash because they have a constant cash flow to make projects for all these big streamers. Yeah. And the thing that they're upset about is who's getting the money. Yes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's why they're upset. Yeah. Like the, yeah, I understand like the theater industry is upset because they're like, well, now we're not yeah. going to make it. Okay. Well, Yep, it sounds that's, cold, and I know like, that they, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know that they uh, they yeah. employ thousands of people across the country and stuff like that. But if it evolves and they go away, the industry will still be there because yeah. there's tons of cash being made in streaming, and so they'll have enough to produce movies just as often. Um, these studios will still make big deals with streamers for exclusive rights and all this, and the uh, the whole. Hollywood, you're right, will change, but it definitely won't go away, and they'll still be making yeah. tons of money. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's just that theaters will be gone. And, and honestly, I do love going to the theaters, but I haven't been in so long. COVID, you know, same kicked, kicked that out for a little while. And then I just haven't been back around partly because yeah, like prices get so jacked up that you decide I'm going to have to spend $60 just to go enjoy 60, one movie. Yeah. You know, it's like, for, is it really that much of an experience? So it's like what? 15 per person Easily. plus $10, whatever you're going to buy is like yeah. $10 ish per yeah, yeah. person. That's $50 at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And think about it. If you go to like now they, well, how do we get more people drawn into the theaters? Well, let's make things more premium for them. Premium seats, uh, reclining stuff. Yeah. And then those tickets are 20 bucks a piece. Um, yeah. IMAX is like $20 a piece now, 22 or something like that. So all the things that they're trying to come up with the the what was it? Um, it's one of the auditoriums that are at the theater here. Uh, that AMC has all these sense the senses. Oh that you can, yeah, yeah. I've never I haven't been in it, but I have no desire to go in it. Yes, I'm just curious. Vibration to know in the what, seats and speakers <laughs> in the headrest yeah, and all like that mist and other stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And then there's another screen that's it actually comes down along the sides of the walls. Hmm. Have you seen that one? No. It's terrible. Don't ever go to it. No, I hate gross. it. <laughs> I mean, I, like, oh, I can a, get there's down. There's a frame in the middle of the frame. <laughs> yeah. IMAX to me is quite literally like the perfect way to enjoy a big movie. It's just the sound and the screen is just the right size. You could to- mm-hmm. feel like you're being immersed in the movie. But AMC just recently said that they're floating this idea, which I'm sure they'll do it the very ticket prices depending on where which row you want to sit in so you'll pay more for the premium rows just for the viewing angle you're in the same seat right same physical seat but they're going to make you charge charge less for the very front rows charge less for the very back rows and then the premium seats charge more how do you push people away faster that's what they must have been thinking (laughs) in those meetings it's like i have an idea we haven't. We don't have enough people coming to our movies. Why don't we jack up the price for the best seats in the house? Uh, the so the ones in the back and the front are they the same price? Uh, no, so I think the down. front's a little bit. Are they? Will they go down? No, I think they'll be the same, and they'll just raise the price on the middle seats. You'll be That's forced to pick a row, and then you'll pay that face price. Palm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Like. Uh, then I definitely am not coming to see a movie. <laughs> I'll sit in the back row. Yeah. I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, that's part. <laughs> it's part of. Uh, you'll. Some people say it's not charming, but it's part of like if you truly are going to a blockbuster that you know is going to be sold out or whatever, you're going to have to get there to get in line so you can get yeah. the best seat in the house. Um, but nowadays, like you don't even have to worry about that. So Mm-mm. you just walk yep. in and sit yeah, amongst the ten, other, ten other people. <laughs> <laughs> we're being so uh yeah so mean to the theater industry but and we have this whole podcast about movies but yeah and memories. <laughs> but they're gonna keep making them you know yeah, so and honestly of all these movies that we've done trying to recall them from memory i can't remember uh one that i as it was playing in my head and i'm trying to recall scene after scene that i can specifically see it projected on a screen you know what i mean like Oh, yeah. I have memories of going to see movies in the theaters, but when I try to recall the movie, it's playing in live action to me rather than, yeah. oh, I remember it on the screen. I never think about the seat I was in or the popcorn I was eating 
or anything else. No. Never. Yeah, never exactly. about that. And everyone's like, oh, the theater going experience is like, yeah, for a minute, it's cool. And then yeah. you go watch it at home when it comes out and it's still as good as it was, right. in my opinion. Like, Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went to some midnight premieres for various movies and stuff like that. That excitement is cool. But like you said, it's yeah. it's fleeting. The um, only thing that's really great about it is just to be a part of the pe- like the group that sees yeah, yeah. it first. Yeah. The company that's, you keep. That's yeah. exactly right. That's it. Yeah. That was so, it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've been talking about the Oscars and how they're, I mean, it's an accolade. It's a reward or it's an award for the best movies of the year, the best actresses and actors. But again, we were talking about this. This is being presented from an Academy and people can say, well, what about the people choice awards? But in reality, like the movies are really about the audience. It's the art form being presented to the world for them to interpret and enjoy. And who's to say that you can't say my best picture of the year is this. And it's because I enjoyed it. And next year it might be different. Six months from now, I might say my best picture of the year is something different because our points of view when it comes to movies, it's one of the beauties of movies is it's totally in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. I like to think of it like uh, food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100% like food because, you know, you can, you can always talk to people about getting pizza. Everyone always like, oh, yeah, I'll get pizza. But everyone has different pizza they like. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be the same. It's the same with film, you know, action, comedy, drama, yes, everything. And my favorite food changes all the freaking time. And yeah. it's the same with film. Like I never have one favorite film. It's just, uh, what's my mood? Yeah. Do I want to see this again or not? Yeah, Do I want to watch this again? Yeah. When you know. people ask me like, what's your favorite movie? Well, depends. Frame it for me because yeah. if you're saying <laughs> a favorite movie, the best movie for your life or, the, or your favorite movie for your life is the movie you would put on as a comfort that you know you could always put on and enjoy. Sure, I could yeah. always put on like Lord of the Rings. But is yeah. it my favorite movie? I don't know because you can't – like you said, at, at, at almost, one point, I might have a different favorite. Yeah, it would almost be a better question to be like, okay, if you had a choice – Right now, what drama would you want to watch right now? Yeah. And then like someone could be like, oh, you know, I'd really exactly. want to rewatch this. Yeah. And then that, that's just like the desire to watch it is different yeah. depending on, you know, the time of year, your what's going on in your life. Right. It's an ever-changing thing and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. If like <laughs> I want if I want to see what my favorite movie is to put me in a feeling of existential crisis then i'll put on like (laughs) interstellar you know like i could throw that in there anytime just so i could feel like the immensity of the universe and how i'm so small and it's but and that's a favorite because it's a it evokes a specific emotion in me and you could say it's a favorite um or like if i want to say a favorite movie that gets me in the mood for air action gets my blood pumping yeah. you pick something else yeah it's a reliable film like you know you remember it well yes. enough that you know how you feel when you watch it yeah so you want to watch it again it's art to bring that back 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. How does it emotionally make you feel? It's the same thing. Like asking somebody, what's your favorite painting? Well, this one made me cry. Yeah. It's like, you have to look at this every day forever. Now, yeah. what do you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, well, it doesn't work yeah, that way. It's, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. Right. And that's the whole point of our podcast, Movie Memories. We are trying to remember yeah. all these films. I mean, we're trying to figure out what our favorite film is. So we're just going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Is it, and it's interesting. We've said it before. There are movies that we thought are our favorites and when we've been challenged to recall them for some reason, for one time or another, it may be super difficult to do, even though we said it's one yeah. of our favorites. And then there's others that maybe we didn't see as often, but they're that much easier to recall. Um, it's just, yeah, it's interesting stuff. I still think about The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> even at the beginning of the episode, I was like, yeah, I can remember this. And then it just didn't come back. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> it really is. And um, our memories are tied to life experiences and smell. Our sense of smell is like the number, way, number one way to solidify and, and trigger memories. Do you smell movies? <laughs> no, you don't. We, don't. we don't get to have that recall. Now, for some reason, there are some movies like I think about as smell. I don't yeah. know why. Like, I think... If I watched a film in a certain place, yeah, like for the first time, maybe I can yeah. smell like a musty basement or something like that. Yeah, like, like the I had a, downtown I, west. I had a friend. Yeah, I had a yeah. yeah. I had a friend that had like a a, a finished basement ish, but it always had yes. a, like that kind of musty smell. And we'd watch films down there, and right. So certain films will bring that back. It's yeah, yeah. a similar thing. Yeah, I can I can see movie nights with my family, and I can I can taste the coke that my parents would let us have um, yeah. while we watch the movies. Um, that helps tie that memory together to movies in general. Um, but we saw so we watched so many movies, like um, it doesn't help me recall that movie. Um, <laughs> it's just it, it's very it's all very interesting, but. I like your point and just thinking like it's so fluid because it's art and it's so subjective to every single person mm -hmm. who's watching these things that to call something the best or a favorite. Yeah, I so hard. I to just do. don't agree with that yeah. notion at all. It's just, it's always different. Yeah. And I think about uh, like watching any of the Mel Brooks films or <laughs> yeah, yeah. like blazing saddles or, or even airplane I always think of specifically my family room with my parents and the couch we would sit on and watch it. I yeah. always remember that when I think of those movies. Yeah. And I will concede. I know it's not as easy as, well, you know, just have the people decide. They've, I mean, because of this world is so connected now. I know, was it last year, or the year before the Snyder cut? Like, you know, they, for this best picture category, mm -hmm. they did this like fan favorite where you could log in and, and vote and they would just, it would just be a honorable mention. Like, oh, by the way, the fans voted this as best picture and it was just a rabid, rabid fan base that went on and just voted so many times for this? the Snyder Cut Academy Awards. Like on their website? Yeah, I think it was on the website and they do they mention they mention it during the show or something like that. But I get that you can't just do that. Look it up. There was a thing. 
I need to look at that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I I don't even remember that. I get that you can't just do that um, because of that reason. Like, we'll just leave it to the people and they'll decide which was best movie um, because you could just have somebody completely um, tip the scales um, just because you're more devoted to logging in and voting. Yeah. Right. And then people who are like, well, that wasn't my favorite film. They'll yeah. be overwhelmed by everyone else who yes. has a popular vote. So I, so I, I concede that point. There's not like a special way to just give the power to the people and deciding what's yeah. the best movie, but yeah. Anyway, you have anything else for the, uh, the Oscars? Nope. You said <laughs> you did some predictions and I know you do that most I did, every I year did with, uh, yeah, there's a group, um, the Betty Thune Oscar Memorial Prediction Free for All. They, we do it every year, and it's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Let's just predict predict it and find out how we did. Um, you guys end up betting I, on it? No. Uh. No, never, never. And I know there, there are purists in the group that they never do any research. They just watch the films and decide. And yeah. there are other people that do. I'm one of those people. I always look to see like what the... Yeah, yeah. What the internet's saying, like what's it. close. I try to analyze. Yeah. I watch it too to see if that'll sway me. Yeah, and I think there were a couple categories where, yeah, watching it did huh. like actually make me feel that way. Especially Elvis, man, I could not, <laughs> <laughs> I could not with that movie. Yeah, uh, and I know people that liked it too. And I just can't. I yeah. don't know what it is. They can get but, out. I <laughs> <laughs> could not. Um. But it's that was it's a ton of fun. Yeah, I totally recommend it. Even though, like you said about the Oscars, it is a lot of, nah. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, but you're you're that makes it fun. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> you, so we at the beginning this first episode that everyone hopefully listens to at some point, but we said who we thought we'd want to win. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And want is very different. Yeah, exactly. If you're doing a prediction show, you're trying to figure out who do I think the Academy is going to pick? It may not line up with my opinion. No, exactly. It never does. (laughs) That that kind of ties in that point that we just made is our opinions are so subjective to our moods and experiences when it comes to movies that you could say, well, I think the best editing was from this movie and you can't convince me Mm -hmm. otherwise. And then the Academy says, no, actually it's this. It's like, right. Yeah. And then you're totally defeated. Yeah, exactly. well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I thought it was thought. really good. Well, why was it? You know, and all that stuff. My so, opinion matters. Yeah. That was. Yeah. No predictions. They're they're a thing. Well, maybe so, we'll do this uh, for 2024, and if we decide to, I will try my best <laughs> to do a little better job to at least have seen most of the movies that we're going to end up being nominated for best picture. So I will say I, uh, I got 18 out of 23, right. And Chrissy, she actually did it too. Yeah. And she got 14, right. Nice. Out of, and out hers of, like, that was her first time ever doing it. Um, and she did it all from the heart. She didn't do any like research at all. Um, um did you, uh, did she do any? Yeah, she didn't do any research or anything like that. She just no, picked. No, she didn't. She just yeah. like, oh, this looks good. Yeah, it's like the people who do like the March Madness brackets who just like, eh, I like right. that team's name, and then they make it like all the way to the final championship. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's that's why I said Oscars is the Super Bowl of yeah, yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
maybe next year. Um, but for now, that that's that was our take on the Oscars. Um, stay tuned if you're listening to this uh, in any sort of chronological order. Stay tuned tomorrow. We're going to have episode 36 yeah. come out. That'll be the next thing uh, coming up. If you want to email us and tell us how terrible we did at analyzing the Oscars, <laughs> go, go ahead. Um, you can yeah, do so at moviememorypodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Movie Memories Podcast. Um, and other than that, we will see you guys in episode 36. Yeah.